and welcome to the Nutrition by Samantha podcast. I'm your host, Samantha, nutritionist who is on a mission to cut through the nutrition confusion and help you become the healthiest version of you. In this podcast, you'll find expert advice on all things binge and emotional eating, sustainable fat loss, sports nutrition, and all things in between. I hope you leave each episode inspired and empowered to make smarter eating choices. Now, let's get into the episode. Hey guys, welcome back to episode 13. In this episode, we'll be talking about how to build habits that stick and also how to break habits that we currently have that don't really serve us that well. So it'd be a really good episode if you find that you struggle to implement new habits or stick with your new habits. So hopefully you get something out of this and some little tips that you can use throughout the week just to help with improving these. Um, I hope you've all had a lovely week this week. I went out surfing again. Our surfing lesson got cancelled on Sunday, so I'm so glad I went out Friday and Saturday on my own. The ocean, we went to go to Ocean Grove, and the ocean in Ocean Grove was literally brown. Like, it was disgusting. The waves were, were crushing brown, and the instructor was like, you can go in and surf the waves, and I'll go in with you, but you will come out brown. And I'm like, that is a hard no for me. I, it sounds disgusting. But it's from all the rain that we've had, all the dirt and rubbish has pushed into the ocean. And that's what's caused it to go brown, which I thought was pretty wild. Because in Torquay, the ocean isn't that brown. It was a little bit more than usual, but it wasn't as bad as what it was in Ocean Grove. It was pretty, pretty bad. Anyway, so I'm glad I went out on the Friday and the Saturday. I finally stood up on the board Finally, didn't think it would take this long, but after every surfing session, my muscles are so sore from pushing up. And then once you try to stand, you've really got to um, push with your legs. And when you're trying to balance, it's like everything's tensing up, trying, trying to stand up on the board. <laughs> but yeah, I had a great weekend. Um, went out to the beach bar here in Torquay and we took my dog Ava there, which was great. So I'm sure if you have a dog, you would know it's just hard to train a dog to be good in public and not anxious or stressed out and we had a dog trainer what was it to start off last year come over and help us with it and it's been such a helpful experience for us she's so much more calmer when we have people over she just chills we could take her out to places like restaurants and bars that allow dogs of course and she'll just chill out and she won't be freaked out and everything which is such a relief to have I'm sure if you have a dog that's a bit anxious or you know jumps on people or you just can't take him out you know that it can be pretty stressful when you get people over and everything so if this is you I highly recommend getting a dog, dog trainer because it definitely changed our lives um for the better so we could you know do things with her and not be stressed out about how she's going to behave or if she's going to be nice and chill or not but yes, that was a bit of a tangent, but I just thought you should know if you have a dog, I'd recommend that. <laughs> Going on to my food recommendation for the week. It is chili halloumi from Woolworths. My food recommendations these days is pretty much whatever new food I've tried for the week that I've liked. And this week is chili halloumi. It's the Woolworths brand. And one of my clients yesterday was like, I want to add that chili halloumi that you've had into my meal plan. I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, I don't know how it's going to fit into calories. Let me double check it. And I was actually so surprised to see that it is lower calorie than what normal tasty shredded cheese is, which I thought was crazy. I really didn't think that at all. I really thought halloumi would be more calories in it um, and it would affect, I suppose, 
how much of it you can have, but it's less. I was so mind blown by that. I've been grilling it on a pan or pan frying it and then chopping it up and putting it in a salad. In, um, I made it in a Turkish bread roll yesterday. It was so good. So delicious. When I was eating it, I'm like, chili halloumi is so good. And I googled, why does halloumi taste so good? <laughs> because I was like, why does this taste amazing? And it's because of how much fat's in it. Like, ah, that's why. <laughs> but yeah, if you are a cheese fan, I mean, if you're not, why not is a good question. But yeah, give it a go. Oh my God, so good. It's a good amount of chili in it. It's not super, super hot, but it has some spice to it. Yeah, anyway, I'm going on about chili halloumi, but it's awesome. So give it a try. I would recommend if you're trying to watch calories, stick to no more than 25 grams. So that's my recommendation for the week. Today's topic, everything about habit sticking, how to stick to new habits. I suppose it's important to know that literally everything we do in life is a habit. When we get up and make a coffee, that's a habit. When we go to sleep at a certain time, that's a habit. When we scroll on our phone, that's a habit. Go to the toilet at a certain time, could also be a habit too. Snooze your alarm, scrolling on your phone, walking the dog, Everything we do, including brushing our teeth, is a habit that we're in. So we need to change these habits or build new habits, especially if we are wanting to improve our health, our lifestyle, and maybe even achieve certain weight goals. Now, creating new healthy habits can be extremely difficult. I'm sure we all know that. And it's especially difficult when losing weight as it requires long-term changes to your diet, your fitness, your sleep schedule, and more. But at the same time, like other habits, like brushing your teeth or eating three meals a day or winding down before bed can come automatically and you don't really have to think about them. And that's sort of where you want to be with changing your habits for your lifestyle, where things are just automatic. Because I'm sure there's things that I do for my health that are automatic to me that you probably don't do or vice versa. There's probably things you do for your health that I don't do. And all just comes down to, I suppose, our daily habits that we ingrain into our lifestyle. So we need to either get rid of some habits we have or add in new habits. So my first tip is to look at this as a cycle. So just picture like a triangle and we have our cue, we have our routine and we have our reward. And it's pretty much going in a cycle. And what we need to be doing is to change our routine. So an example of this that I saw on a TikTok video would be the cue being your alarm going off. The routine is snoozing your alarm and the reward is getting to sleep longer. Now, the routine is what we need to change. So we want to stop snoozing our alarm. So something that we could do is as soon as the alarm goes off, instead of snoozing it, we just grab a glass of water and have that glass of water. And that will help break that routine and consistently trying to do that. Another cue could be you're exhausted when you get home from work. That's your cue. Your routine is you'll hop on Uber Eats and then the reward is you don't have to cook and your food gets delivered to your door. Now, to change that routine... Maybe what we could do instead is always have pre-made meals on hand and we want to change the routine from hopping on our phone and ordering Uber Eats to going to the freezer, grabbing that pre-made meals and put it in the microwave. 
So we're still getting the reward of not having to cook our meal or not have to do anything. It's just we're going to change that routine to get to the reward so that it better impacts our health and our lifestyle and make, helps us achieve our goals. Another example could be the cue is that something stressful happens at work. Maybe you have a high stress job. That's your cue. The cue is the stress at work. The habit is you go to the vending machine or the kitchen and grab a snack. And then the reward is you're avoiding the stress at work and you're feeling better for a a short period of time while you're eating that snack. Obviously, this isn't helping achieve your goals long term. So remember that this is a learnt behavior that you are going to the kitchen or the vending machine and grabbing a snack. So we need to change this habit. Maybe another habit we can put in replace of that is to step outside, take a few deep breaths till we calm down and go back inside. Or maybe we go into another room and we stretch and then we go back to our desk. We need to change the habit from going to the kitchen, the vending machine, grabbing whatever it is to another habit. So that's something we need to do to be able to change this, to change our habits. Obviously, it's going to take time and each time you do it, it's going to be hard to do. But as you do it, you are rewiring your brain to go towards something else. At the moment, your brain is wired to go towards food. So to change that, we need to wire it to go to something something else. And honestly, this is something that I notice in myself. So when a task comes up at work, I mean, I wear many hats at work. I do everything for my business. I don't have any help whatsoever. So I do everything. And there are some tasks that come up in work that I don't like to do. <laughs> I simply don't like to do, but I have to do. So I procrastinate doing these tasks by going to the pantry And the reward for me is that I am avoiding doing the task I need to do. I now have to change this routine. And what I've been doing lately, rather than going to the pantry and be like, I don't want to work. What can I do? I'll grab a snack and then go back and procrastinate longer is I will tidy up something in the kitchen or tidy up a room. So that could be emptying the dishwasher. It could be um, wiping down the bench, doing something that doesn't revolve around getting food because that is my habit that I've built into myself when I have to do my task I don't like. So now I'm trying to rewire my brain just to do something else so that I still get the reward of procrastinating what I need to do. Obviously, by procrastinating what I need to do, it's not helping me long term. But at least at the same time, I'm not consuming extra food than what I need. And then just say I stick with this habit for, I don't know how long, five months. For example, I'm doing this habit Over time, I'm going to gain weight. And then I'm like, where did this come from? Where'd this weight gain come from? And it's from that little procrastination habit that I got myself into that I didn't get myself out of. So that is my first tip is whenever you have something that happens, think of what the cue was. What happened? What was your routine? What did you get yourself into to to, um, get to your reward? And then we're going to change that routine. going to rewire that brain remember each time you do it it's going to be really hard but over time it's going to get easier it's just about rewiring your brain until this becomes a new habit for you so this is a great tip when it comes to building new habits we want to change our um, routine now my next tip is how to create new habits so and one tip I have is to do one percent better every single day If you do 1% better over 30 days, you are 30% better. 
If you do 1% day over 100 days, you're probably on 100% better. This is a very general way of looking at things, but I want you to pick something that is easy that you can do today that is 1% better than what you did yesterday. Now, this could be getting your coffee with one sugar instead of two. The next day, it might be drinking one, one litre more of more water. The next day, it might be eating a piece of fruit. These are little habits that you can increase day by day instead of going from one extreme to the other. A lot of the time, this is why diets, diets fail, as we don't learn the daily habits that we need every single day to be able to live a healthy lifestyle and also maintain the results that we're seeing. So by slowly changing one habit at a time or just trying to do that 1% better every single day, over time, over a year, two years, we would have built these new habits that are going to maintain for a longer term. And honestly, when I work with clients, usually we start with three months, but to be able to maintain these new routines and these new habits long term, we also need some sort of accountability. So it's not uncommon that clients will stay with me for well over a year just to make sure that these habits are going to stick with them long term. I think with this, it's also important to remember where you started as well, because sometimes I have clients that are like, oh, I didn't eat so well this week. I had a day where my emotions got the better of me and I ate more than what I wanted to. So, you know, it was a bit of a write off day and I'm like, that's okay. Like two weeks ago, every day was like that for you. <laughs> and now you only have one day. So that's still a hell of a good progress compared to two weeks ago. So I always recommend for clients just to try to remember where they were at the start. Sometimes it can be hard to even remember just how far back you were at one point in your life. Like I had a client also come to me, she started this week back and I worked with her like the start of last year and she got down from 80 kilos to, I think it was 65 she finished with me. So she went from 80 to 65 kilos and then on her own, she got back down to 61 and then she went away, she came back and she got up back up to 65 kilos. And when she saw me, she was freaking out. She thought she had gone back to square one. It's like starting all over again. But she had completely forgotten that when she started with me, she was 80 kilos. And now she's back to 65. And that's completely okay. Like she only has a four kilo weight gain since she went on a holiday and came back. And that's easily fixable. But in her mind, she thought she was back at square one. And really, she just had a slight setback by going away on holidays. Before you know it, we'll get her back down to where she was. Just needs some, I suppose, a little bit more accountabilities after being on holiday. And just to get back into her routine again, which is what she was struggling with. So even though I do say, you know, 1% better every day, you will have days where you don't have the best days and your eating's not as good as you want it to be. But over time, it will be getting better. It has to continue to get better. It can't get worse, depending obviously on what habits you're trying to build into yourself. But if you're trying to build in like keto, low carb, intermittent fasting, yeah, you're probably just going to set yourself worse off than when you first started. But if you're building healthy, realistic habits into your lifestyle and here and there, it's not the, not the best, but compared to where you started, I'm sure it is a hell of a lot better. So always remember where you've started and don't think every day has to be perfect when you're trying to do 1% better every single day. So I hope that tip sort of helps is just slow, sustainable changes each day that you can stick with long term. 
My next habit to build new habits is called habit stacking. So this is combining a habit that we already have with a new habit that we want to have. So this is going to help become a permanent part of your daily routine. So so linking a new desired habit to an already established habit is a way of cueing yourself to complete the habit, which can be more successful than trying to link it to the time of the day or what you have to do sort of thing. So an example of what I do is I hate cleaning. I just hate it. I don't like, you know, doing chores and all that sort of thing. So I, I stack this habit with something I do enjoy doing. So while I'm cleaning, I will listen to a podcast or while I'm doing up the clothes, I will call a friend just to make it a little bit easier to get done. Otherwise I procrastinate it and I don't end up getting it done because I don't want to do it. Whereas if I'm doing it, I'm like, oh, I get to listen to my podcast that I haven't had a chance to listen to yet. Or I get to call a friend while I'm cleaning or doing whatever. I get to talk to them while I'm doing something I don't like to do. It helps me get things done. But an example in your life that you might be habit stacking with not even realizing is you are making your coffee whilst booting up the computer. You might be cooking your dinner while unstacking the dishwasher. So you're already doing the habit that you want to do, which is cook your food so you can eat it with something you probably don't as much want to do, which is unstacking the dishwasher. (laughs) So the goal is that we want to stack a habit we want to do with something we have to do. So another example for this could be when every Sunday morning you make a coffee, this is an example, and you sit on the couch while having your coffee on a Sunday morning. Let's pair this habit with planning your meals out for the week so you can do both at the same time. You were doing something you want to do, which is sit on the couch and have your coffee with something you have to do, like planning your meals. An example my surfing instructor gave me was that she said that to make surfing not seem like a big deal or to make it not seem like a big deal to have to put your wetsuit on and you're getting wet and you come home, have a shower and you still go to work and blah, 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 is to not think of it as a big deal. So what she would do instead of, you know, like, oh, I have to do this and this and this, she'll just have an orange and then that orange associated to her brain that her wetsuit goes on. So every time she would have the orange, she just automatically would put her wetsuit on because she had automatically trained her brain to think that orange equals wetsuit on. And I can relate to this for my clients when they think, oh, I have to plan my meals out and I have to go grocery shopping and it's such a big deal and oh, I don't know what I'm doing and it's stressful. But if we are planning at our meals while having a coffee and just sitting down, chilling out, writing down our meals, it can not seem like such a big deal or such a huge task. So there are my main three tips is to understand your routine. So the cue, the routine and the reward. Remember also that the cue is your trigger. So understanding what your trigger is and what's causing you to go towards that routine, that habit to get that reward is really important to knowing how to change this long term. Because a lot of the times I hear people saying, I don't know why I went for the chocolate. I don't know why I did this. I don't know why I did that. If you're not thinking about your reason why, you're never going to change. So when this happens in next time, think about what actually triggered you in that moment and really think about it at that time. Really dive deep, write down what you were thinking at the time, what happened at that time for you to go towards that habit that you have. Then when you know what that cue is, you can then change your habit. I hope that made sense. So remember, know what your cue is, what your habit is, and then how you're going to change it so you can still get the reward that you're after. My next tip was to go 1% better every day so we can slowly build on these new habits, but also remembering that it does take time 
and over time there will be slip ups and days that weren't so great but if you continue to try your best over time it will continue to get better and better and better and the last tip was habit stacking so remember we're pairing a habit that we currently have and do automatically with a new habit that we have to do which is probably towards our health that we don't want to do so make sure we are stacking up these habits together to make it a little bit easier for yourself if listening to a podcast is something you like to do maybe let's stack this with walking at the same time instead of sitting down and listening to it that way you can do both at the same time you're doing something you want to do listen to your podcast to something you don't want to do which is going for a walk and that can be really helpful So this is a pretty short episode, but I hope you found this helpful. I really enjoyed recording this and I think it's going to be really helpful to be able to think deeper into why you have these habits. Remember, a lot of these habits are coming from us from childhood that we have these habits, especially poor health habits can definitely stem from childhood. I hear all the time that oh, my mum did this and so now I do it or I've had this habit since I was a child because we've learned it as a child. So to break these habits takes a lot of strength, a lot of willpower to continue to try and fight against these habits and rewire your brain to do something new. So it gives you a lot to think about. I hope you found this episode helpful. Um, If you have any questions on habits, let me know. But remember, everything we do every single day, every single thing we do is a habit. So we need to break the habits. So yeah, let me know what your takeaways were from this. Send me a message on Instagram at nutrition underscore by Samantha and let me know what your biggest takeaway was. I'd love to know who's listening to this and what benefits you're getting from it. Next week, I will be back in your ears on Thursday. But in the meantime, if you can please share this episode, if you found this helpful to your Instagram stories and tag me in it, send it to a friend or leave me a really positive review, that would be awesome. Anything to get my podcast out there to the world would be amazing remember this doing this podcast costs me money I don't gain anything from it so if you can share that would be wonderful I hope you all had a lovely lovely day love this episode and I'll be back in your ears next time bye